our guys in short sports Los Angeles. Before we even start, I would like to take a minute to apologize because I got a feeling this show is going to be a cluster. If there are any other podcasts you've been meaning to listen to, do yourself a service and switch over to that show right now. Just trust me on this. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter wow. at Guys in Shorts LA or on Instagram <laughs> at Guys in Shorts Sports. If you're still listening, though, you've been warned. As you all know, our bread and butter is LA sports, but sometimes there's a sporting event that just cries out for our attention. This Saturday, Floyd Mayweather will pay his tax debt in the money grab match of the century versus Conor McGregor. We'll be talking all about that. However, if boxing isn't your thing, we'll of course be discussing all the latest and greatest in LA sports, including the Dodgers' march towards the playoffs, the Angels' power walk towards the playoffs, the Rams beating the Raiders. Oh, yeah. Oh, Watch out now. Yeah. It's preseason, so it counts. That's it's right. a big deal. <laughs> we'll also take a look at the upcoming season of USC football. Plus, the Galaxy didn't play, but that won't stop Hammer from updating us on them anyway. <laughs> I will not be stopped. <laughs> There's no stopping you. Also, the Pacers can go to hell. They accused our <laughs> beloved Lakers of tampering with Paul George and... Uh, I'm sure the guys have plenty to say about that, so let's do this. I'm Jeff Wilson, and that is Victor Costello. Ladies and gentlemen, the Giants have been eliminated from the playoffs. <laughs> oh, oh, ready? Oh, yeah. That's oh, yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah yes. Darren Vesa. What's going on, L.A.? Ben Garcia. Hoopty hoop. And Eric, the Portuguese hammer Vieira. Once upon a time, I was falling in love. <laughs> now I'm only falling apart. Nothing I can do. What is Total eclipse of the heart. Oh, oh beautiful. Total eclipse of 62% of the sun. <laughs> You're a teacher. Yeah, that was a thing. Uh, well done. Also, joining us on the show, because I feel like we needed to bring in the big guns for this McGregor Mayweather talk, we've got Tony Mejia, affectionately known as El Tres. Yes. Building. Thank you very much, guys. Yeah. I'm very excited to pod with you guys. Oh, we're, we're excited to have you, buddy. And uh, back to the show, Jason Gallo. Let's go, Angels. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Jason. You're welcome. We need all the help we can yes. get. Yes. <laughs> help, by the way. Representing. Always. All right. We've got a lot of ground to cover, so let's get right into it and talk Dodgers. Uh, you guys kind of took a collective gasp when... Uh, Bellinger went down. What's the latest on that, Vic? He's day-to-day. Okay. <laughs> Just a rolled ankle. Is this a Dave Roberts day-to-day or a legit day-to-day? I think it's a legit day-to-day as okay. long as it doesn't last too long. I think if it lasts, you know, uh, I would say more than five games and it's a Dave Roberts yeah. day-to-day. Okay, so I'm, I am assuming the person you called up to fill in for him has already hit like a walk-off home run or something like that. Is, is that the case? <laughs> no, he's uh, just a future Hall of Famer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, Curtis, uh, they traded for uh, Curtis Granderson. Oh, right. And uh, he just hit a Grand Slam today. You know, no big oh, deal. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> he's no big deal. Off, dude. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's ridiculous. You know, what, that's how What it works. do you attribute that to? Just to change the scenery for him, or I think it's is that him, the him, Dodgers well, culture? I think it's him not being Jock Peterson, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'll usually yeah. do it. Well, no, the, as as we all know, the Dodgers are very uh, you know into their their stats, into their uh, what is that thing called? I forget what it's called. That metrics. baseball name, yeah, metrics, baseball Saber metrics, Saber metrics, and uh, Granderson was trending up. So of course they were like, oh, this guy is trending up. Okay. Uh, overall, he's only batting like two, you know, thirty something. But he had you know seventeen home runs coming in. Uh, but he was trending up these last few months. So they were like, well, let's get this guy. You know, he's he's a legitimate leadoff hitter who you know is is an older guy who's going to be a good presence that, in the locker yeah. room and lots of experience. Yeah, lots of experience. And and Jacques went down to the minors, which is what's you know should have happened with him. And uh, yeah, he just stepped. He hit a home run in his second game. And then today he hit a grand slam. So now he has 19 home runs. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and by the way, the Dodgers keep winning. I don't know if you guys knew that. I was just oh, thinking, and, wow. And we another just thing. It. And another thing. They still haven't lost a series. They still have June. not lost yeah, a series. No. And they actually tied the record for beating uh, an interleague uh, play. They won 11 straight against American League teams, and they tied the record. So they're doing okay. Wow. <laughs> That's great. 
Never El Tres. Old. You are a Dodger fan. Yes, sir. Uh, we, we need a fresh voice in here on the Dodgers. What, what are your thoughts? Are they, poop are on they winning them, this whole thing? Uh, you're not going to like this, Jeff. I, yeah, <laughs> just poop on them. I think they're doing pretty good. I oh, mean, do you? I, I, just uh, a little. Very insightful. <laughs> All right, moving on. No, I, just <laughs> no I, I think, I mean, the injury for Bellinger's, I mean, it's kind of a little setback, but like Vic said, I think it's, it's day to day. I don't think it's much to worry about. And, and you know, we, st- we don't even have Kershaw pitching. So, so it's, I know they said that yeah. the Dodgers are 19 and four and actually 20 and four now because they won tonight since Kershaw went down. Well, Ben <laughs> said that he does, he's not even concerned about Kershaw not coming back for the in playoffs. Fact, like I said, well, I Ben think hates Kershaw. So Ben he <laughs> makes does sense. hate Kershaw. I yeah. think Kershaw is unreliable when you need him. <laughs> you know, he's like the Eldon Campbell of the 90s Lakers. Wow, wow. <laughs> He really is. You know, that Hall, you know of Fame, Hall of Famer Eldon Campbell. <laughs> lights out. Season <laughs> stats right now. He lights there. out when it doesn't matter. And then when you need him, the guy fucking folds like a chair. When was Eldon Campbell ever lights out? <laughs> when they were up 25, dude, he was scoring 30 that 20 night. seconds ago. <laughs> he was falling. Hey, that's our Dodger okay, fan. Eddie Jones. Oh. There you go. Eddie Jones. I'll, wow. I'll, I'll take that one. You can't take that back. Kershaw's uh, Eldon Campbell. Uh, How do you do that, Ben? You won't find that kind of take, <laughs> right. take anywhere else. I'll I'm, tell you that. I'm special. <laughs> uh, well, good for you guys. It sounds like the Granderson move is uh, is a smart one. You guys gave up what cash and that's it, or <laughs> and a player to be named later. The player that they named, I don't know who the hell it was. Yeah. It was Our farm system so guy. deep that it doesn't yeah. even matter. All right, Angels. We're <laughs> <laughs> building a dynasty, Jeff. <laughs> What it feels we're like, sixty-four huh? and sixty uh, at time of recording. Although we were down to uh, we're down to Texas at the moment. Yes, actually, we lost to Texas. <coughs> oh, uh, we this lost. Evening, yes. All right, so we are sixty-four and sixty-one. I don't know if that knocked us out of the wild card spot, but we're right there. Um, we are after- right there. Actually, uh, Minnesota just pulled up uh, from us, so they are now a half a game up. Can I share something that's not rainbows and butterflies? Oh, angels ben, related. Ben, get off the couch. Hurry. What? Jeff, <laughs> hold on. Sit over here. This is. This is a non-rainbows and butterflies thing. All right. All right. I was looking at schedules. The angels we talked about. Hold on. Useless stat of the week. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't a stat. This is uh, this is the upcoming schedule for the angels. We talked about last week how they they got kind of a rough road. We got three series against Texas, three against Houston, two against Seattle. Also, Cleveland's mixed in there. That's right. I was looking at Minnesota's schedule, and they have. Two series against the White Sox, two series against Toronto, San Diego, and two series against Detroit. Those are all like wow. They got a bottom feeder yeah, team they totally. that they have over the next you know month and a half. So Minnesota with a pretty easy schedule the rest of the way, and the Angels with a tough one. So we're gonna have to step it up. Yeah, you know, as long as our offense keeps keeps hot. Our offense has been on fire. Mike Trout has been on fire. Simmons has been on fire. It's just unfortunate that when our offense is doing great. Our uh, pitching just down the shithole. Thanks for the thumbs down. Oh, yeah, podcast, guys. For, for all those uh, guys watching, <laughs> they don't watch it. <laughs> you, you know, Jeff. Just, just you, this is a thought that I had. But if if this is a team that can make any noise that you think that potentially could go past the first round, then you would want that tougher schedule because that's going to prepare you for playoff baseball. That's knowing true. That right now you're a half game out of that playoff spot. Well. Yeah. That if you just if you continue to play good baseball between yep. now and the end of the season, and you guys make the playoffs, then you would have every right to think that you're going to win that wild card game and then get into the first round of the playoffs. Wow! The wow! Room, the room ben is, turned it into rainbows and butterflies. <laughs> the room is spinning right Thank now. Thank you, my friend. <laughs> what is going on here? That's actually that's, that, that that's a great point. Well, I just that like to disagree with you. Yeah, <laughs> see, that's the way. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all because he shit on the Dodgers and he's praising the Angels now. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's totally Ben. That's what Ben does. Yeah. Oh, Welcome doing, back, Ben. Doing Ben things. I didn't leave. Where did I go? <laughs> All right, that's plenty of baseball talk because we've got Lakers to discuss, even though this is not great news. Vic, why don't you bring us all up to speed since you're the one that follows everything closer than anybody else. <laughs> Since you're the one who plays, who yeah. understands sports. The rest of us <laughs> just make comments that we're uninformed. We're just here for the beer. But you actually know something. Well, the uh, Indiana Pacers brought up tampering charges uh, against the Lakers. And by Lakers, I mean Magic Johnson yeah. um, on the whole Paul George thing. So they're saying that the Lakers illegally contacted George or already had a side deal as far as a contract is concerned, something to that effect. 
and now it's up to the NBA to to prove that that actually happened. So um, right now we're in a waiting pattern to see exactly what happened. We're hoping that Magic, you know, knows how to hit delete on his phone. <laughs> yeah, um, yes. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> touch base with Tom Brady. Yeah. And, uh, they- Figured that one out? No, but seriously, I mean... It drives it, me crazy. It drives yeah. me crazy because it's... It, this is what pisses me off, is that it's this... These low... Okay, in 2011, the Lakers made a trade for Chris Paul, and I'm going to go back to this because still, it still pisses still. me off to this day, right? <laughs> and the USC Trojans are under and, sanctions. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is my sanctions. Ben is completely right. This is my sanctions. And the thing that people forget is that the Lakers actually cut... They cut, like... 20 million off of their 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 uh, their payroll by getting rid of Gasol and everybody else that were involved in the so they got Chris Paul in his prime and they they actually saved money in the deal right and it was these little stupid nerds <laughs> call them nerds say yeah it, say it Vic <laughs> we we put the explicit podunk state like owners right. from these little tiny you know cities that nobody cares about the they all got case. pissed off and like they can't do that and it's like dude you're not smart enough to figure it out like why are you getting mad at the Lakers right and then stupid what's his name from the Cleveland Cavaliers right says I think he put his tears on the letter himself <laughs> it was as the, he sent it in it, it was, was like the, the worst letter ever it was, it was the Comic Sans font that yeah, really it you know, was, solidified oh the message God, seriously <laughs> he literally Who wrote a letter sans? and was like pissed off that the Lakers were doing so good and there's no fair to these small teams get the fuck out of here dude yeah well, now this it's is happening wow. again. This has turned into an Eric the Hammer update. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot what the original subject was. <laughs> well, and, now, and now it's happened again. It's these little. It's Indiana. Uh, nobody cares about you, Indiana. Uh, if now you're it's gonna, coming around. Yeah. If you're gonna, if you're nobody, you don't give any ratings to the NBA. Get out of here. And now there was also a report that now again these same owners are like, let's get behind Indiana, and this yeah. is atrocious. Like, how are the Lakers doing this? When it happens, how do you think KD got to yes. Golden State? Do you think Chris yeah. Paul on on July first just yeah the, that's all of a sudden that's when he to started to, yeah. talking with Houston? The the reason why this drives me crazy is we were talking less than a year ago that Ram- Ramona Shelbourne piece where the Lakers were basically a laughing stock yes. because they were not getting with the times and not con- they would wait until the actual deadline to contact players when every Everyone else in the league is sending text messages and, you know, essentially tampering, being blamed for what the Lakers are doing now. And the Lakers finally get an owner who catches up with the times, does the wink, does the handshake, and and now we're being persecuted. And of course, because they're the Lakers, every other team in the league is going to say, oh, yeah, they definitely tampered. And the... The icing on the cupcake is the Lakers didn't land Paul George. Yeah, he's, he's in Oklahoma the team. City. Yeah. So how are you going to blame him for tampering <laughs> yeah. when he, he they didn't even land and, him in the deal? And not only that, but the rumors of Paul George coming to the Lakers has been for at least a couple of years now. This isn't yeah. new, anything he, new. He's wanted to come. It's yeah. not, the Lakers didn't need to do anything. He right. would have been coming to right. the Lakers likely, yeah. regardless if Magic said anything or not. So it's just it's it's it's, p- it's pathetic from the league that. Everyone else knows what goes on, but one, but it's their chance to you know pile on the big dogs. Is this just bu- Indiana yeah. throwing a hail mary? Because because they look like no, they, I, I they lost in this deal no matter what. I think that's part of it. Yeah, I, I, trying you know, to save face. Probably. Yeah, they're trying to save face because Victor Oladipo is not worth you know. Uh, <laughs> he's Paul getting George. more money than Paul George. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's that's getting. More, that's so true. <laughs> Here's my take on it. I think that the Lakers tampered, but I don't think they're going to get caught because I, I read an article earlier today that uh, Paul George's agent is the same one as D'Angelo Russell and as other players that have kind of made some movement and that the and, and actually one of the draft picks so that the Lakers could get have him come in and do a workout. So even if there are phone calls that they can match and say, okay, well, this number called this number during this day and this time. It could have been to arrange a workout. It could have been to deal D'Angelo Russell. So really it's hearsay as to what happened in that conversation. The text messages, if they could read them, I mean, yeah, I hope that Magic gets his phone throws in the pool because I don't think he would be smart enough to, to delete him. But he absolutely tampered. But I, I think that the Lakers are going to get away with it. Else. It's not going to be a problem. Yeah, and that's that's the thing. Everyone that Chris Paul move, all the, the super team, the banana boat, the LeBron James. This is all something that's been going on. This isn't a new thing that the Lakers. It's no, like USC. Not at all. USC gets busted for their sanctions. Oh, there it yeah. is. Yeah. Sanctions. Yeah. Yeah. Making a return. Every, everyone else is, oh, is Tony. Doing... Tony shows up and he's <laughs> talking about sanctions again. But all the other college programs are essentially doing the same or worse. But you go after the big dog USC. Same thing yeah. with the Lakers here. So. Yeah. If Magic beat do, AIDS, he'll be tempered. Real, real quick. Do we? <laughs> oh, yeah. We got a show title. We got a show title. He's, he's, I mean, he's right. Wow. 
He ain't lying. He ain't lying. <laughs> That's true. It's the magic man. It's the ma- <laughs> In magic we trust. Uh, All right, real quick before we move on from it, do have we heard, do they have anything is there speculation no. on what it was was it a text message a phone call from wink. magic was it it was on the, the jimmy kimmel on the show jimmy because... kimmel show that's what okay, it was so what was that because i i saw pieces of it magic was on jimmy kimmel yeah and... and he was pretty much just asked you know is paul george coming and he just you know this magic johnson smile and a wink you know was like ah. but uh, Okay, here's but, the thing. but Magic Johnson here's has the thing, personality. Though. Like right. that's that's a joke, and he's exactly. on the he's yeah. on the Tonight Show. That has Dan nothing Gilbert, to do with anything. Dan Gilbert like, isn't on the Tonight Show, and no. I'm sure his sense of you humor know is in. I, uh, I yeah. feel like it's the ninth inning. Your team is down, and and there's a close play, and you just challenge it, just in the off chance that maybe the umpires see something, or whatever. Like maybe maybe that's what this is. Like yeah. because technically, Magic is in a conversation on national television about a player, and you can't. Do that, although that's, no, but that's pretty flimsy at best. Yeah. Oh, totally. But, but maybe that's what they're the, looking at. The good news is, though, that this has been brought up plenty of times before in the, in the NBA, and uh, most of the time, it's just uh, the team gets fined, yeah, even if they're yeah. found guilty yeah. of it. Um, so, okay, so that's another question. So, if this is found guilty, what are some of the penalties we could be facing? The Pacers have to keep Victor Oladipo on their team. <laughs> <laughs> the Lakers could lose draft picks, and they could they could look at a huge fine, and then they can also uh, actually suspend both Magic and Palenka, whoever they find as part of this, you know, problem. You know, whoever whoever they deem did it, uh-huh. they could actually suspend them if if need be. I think Kevin McHale back a couple years ago with Joe Smith was was um was actually suspended for a little bit of time because of it. It's called the whoever smelt it dealt it rule. Yeah. Well if, you could also they could also bar Paul George from coming to the team. Oh really? Oh that's yeah. right. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So That'd that that's rough. the big one is that if that happens, then I think all hell's going to break loose. Yeah. Um, as far as Laker fans are concerned, if that mad happens, about Paul, yeah. does yeah. Magic's rep take a ding as GM? No, I think I that's going to so. go on to Adam Silver. I, I think that then yeah, Lakers totally. fans are going to look at that and they're going to say this is a conspiracy. We already had Chris Paul, like like Vic mentioned from 2011, and now you're doing it to us again in 2018. And so I think that it will be the, it'll be the Lakers fans looking more at the league versus looking at Magic as as being the problem. Yeah, and uh, I, I, that's one of the reasons why I think the league's not going to do it. I, I don't think they want to see that happen again. I um, think they'll find the Lakers. Yeah, I think I think the worst is going to happen if anything happens is going to be a fine. Yeah, and uh, that's about we, it. We can we can afford Just it. money. Yeah. <laughs> not a problem. No big deal. Dodgers you know what that really Jim buses out? They got extra money yeah. to spend. Yeah. Well, you know what that and you know what that really also tells me is that I think people uh, in the league really do believe the Lakers are coming back. I think this is yeah, a this scared. is a warning shot. Well, yeah, they're scared of now because, scared talking. because of the amount of money that's out there that they can spend on all the rumors of LeBron James because he is coming. Hashtag overreactions. <laughs> that's um, going to be called tampering now too. Yeah. Too pretty soon. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, I think it's the league knowing that the Lakers are coming back and they're uh, scared. That's what I like to hear. Wait, we are two for two in turning bad things into rainbows and butterflies, guys. I love this. What a show! It's your time to shine. While we're ahead, let's take a quick break, shall we? All right, when we come back, we're talking Mayweather McGregor. We we brought in El Trace himself. This guy's an expert on all things boxing. He trained with Mayweather for six months. (laughs) He breaks closets. People boxing closets boxing. (laughs) He will bust down a closet. Oh, and he no, loves Vegas. Oh, Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> I, now you're talking. Now, you're talking. <laughs> now we're speaking his language. He woke up. All right. We'll be right back with uh, with that, plus uh, Rams Raiders, USC football, and of course, everyone's favorite galaxy. <laughs> oh, right after this. Here in L.A., we love our weather and sports teams, but we do not love our traffic. With a car accident every six seconds, we all know someone who's been in a fender bender. At Garcia Chiropractic, we specialize in relieving pain caused by sports injuries, car accidents, or just the stress of sitting in daily traffic. Our x-ray analysis ensures you get the treatment you need. Have you had a sports injury or been in a car accident? Know someone who has? Go to DannyGarciaDC.com to schedule a new patient exam. We're so confident you'll love your first visit. We're willing to pay for your gas. Mention guys in shorts and you'll receive a $20 gas card. Again, that's DannyGarciaDC.com. Schedule your exam today. We're back. Before we... Ooh. There you go. Mr. Basa. Welcome to the second half of the show. Uh, before we uh, jump into things, uh, that was a quick word from 
one of our great sponsors, Dr. Danny Garcia. Jason, you are a new patient of Dr. Danny's, are you not? That I am. And like I was telling his brother Ben, he has magic hands. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about the chiropractic <laughs> part, right? Take that, that as you may. Take right that now. as you may, but he has magic hands. <laughs> no, but on all you, seriousness. You've gone to a chiro- chiropractor for a long time, right? Yes, I've gone about three or four years. Uh-huh. I went to this uh, one in Long Beach, but I knew Danny takes x-rays and actually plans out how to put you back together. And ever since I've gone to him, gone to him about a month or so, I feel great. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Proof's in the pudding. You're chin guys yeah. in shorts. You were saying that your other chiropractor was having trouble cracking your yeah, uh, your something three two vertebrae <laughs> or whatever it is. Yeah. L four, yeah. L five. No, it was no. an L seven. Hammer knows. Thank you very yeah. much. Hammer knows it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> For rookies. But yeah, my old chiropractor was having trouble cracking my upper back, but. Once I went to Danny, he had no problem. Nice. Yeah. So I highly recommend going to Dr. Danny. Your, he blew your back up? <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'm, I'm very uncomfortable. Whoa, this, this got <laughs> awkward. All right. So, yeah, go to, go to Dr. Danny. All right. Ooh, now is what everybody is here to talk about tonight. This is, this is just this is it. This is just a spectacle that I, I swore I wouldn't. Wouldn't pay for it, and we're watching it at my house on Saturday. It's a main event. Floyd Mather, Fort, what? Whoa. Whoa. Fort Mayweather, Whoa. Floyd Mayweather Harrison versus Ford. Conor McGregor. Oh, Tony, you are a avid boxing fan. Yes. What I do am. you think about this? Is this is this just a money grab, or or is this going to be a legit fight? It is a straight up circus. It is a circus. It's a circus. I mean, it's two different sports. When you talk about UFC and boxing, I mean, Mayweather, obviously Mayweather has been the pound for pound number one boxer in, in his sport for the last 10, 15 years. Are you a fan of his? I am not. Okay. I am not. But I respect him. I you mean, he's the, the guy is, my next question, he's, yeah. he's great. He's great. Yeah. He's the probably. He's a bitch. He, well, like, I mean, I agree with. That. I mean, I, I, he, is. Not, I, he is a bitch, but he, I mean, you got to respect that. Like, no. I mean, you got to respect that he's not that <laughs> you don't have to respect that that part, but yeah. you got to respect that he's. I mean, one of the greatest fighters, you know, yeah. of all time. Right. Uh, defensively, he is a wizard, like untouchable. Yeah, he's untouchable. I mean, he's fought in our generation. He's fought uh, all of all of the top names. Oh yeah. All of the top names in boxing, and he's he gave Golden Boy, I think, his first loss, didn't he? Yeah, he did. And oh, well. run through all the top names, and I think he's only gotten hit five times, hard, like hard times, like that's five crazy. great yeah. shots, yeah. like wow. in his whole career. Wow, because <laughs> nobody can, nobody can touch him. He's and, quick. He's in and out. Yeah, and so with the whole, you know, this fight coming up, Conor McGregor. I mean, Conor McGregor in like in. Again, in his sport, in in the UFC, he is a beast. Like he's sure everybody's like. I mean, people want to fight him because they. He's the Mayweather of his of his sport. I think he is, but he backs it up. He, he can talk back down from. He doesn't either. back down from any fight. He'll talk trash like no other. Oh yeah, but he can back it up. He can back it up. The guy can fight. Yeah. So what are what are some of the differences between boxing and UFC other than you can't kick and like what's <laughs> well like, like I know that. nothing there's about that. it and, that. and I can spot the obvious ones but what are what are some of the struggles McGregor is going to have hand speed and it's going to be accuracy of your punches and it's going to be getting in and getting out and 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 combining it's the combinations everybody can throw a haymaker but and everyone can throw a jab but can you connect punches in you know consecutive order while that opening is open right because if he's only landing one punch at a time mayweather's going to come in he's going to land four and five in the barrage and that's going to be the difference if the fight goes that way which i don't think it's going to right um, <laughs> i think what he's going to have difficulty with is the length of the fight i mean ufc is uh championship fight is five five minute rounds and and uh, you know boxing is 12, 12 yeah. rounds oh yeah 12 three minute rounds so it's it's his stamina is going to be tested in this fight but again i i don't see mayweather is not a knockout puncher he's i mean he he can he's knocked people out in his career but i i don't see him knocking conor mcgregor out 
Yeah, who's but, taken some decent punches and not been knocked out. McGregor yeah. has. Well, yeah, so, and, yeah. Then, right. so, and you're right. talking about mm-hmm. in the UFC, they use four-ounce gloves. Mm-hmm. So that's, I mean, he's taking shots with almost a bare fist. Yeah. So he he can take a punch. He can take a punch, will he, which he will. And I think I think it's going to go 12 rounds. I, I, I know it's going to really? go 12 rounds. I think okay. it's going to go 12 rounds, and the decision is going to be to, uh, course, to Mayweather. Every Mayweather fight goes 12 rounds. Exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's, uh, but again... I don't like Mayweather. I I would love to see him get knocked out. Yeah, I think he's. I, I think he's going to. I think he's going to get knocked out. Never. You know, this is this is what I think. So his Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather Senior was on Colin Cowherd this week. And now, if he fought McGregor, I think yes, be a then, I would, then I would give McGregor a <laughs> but chance. But there was there was a couple of poignant uh, statements that he made that made me think that he's already Mayweather is already. Uh, putting information out there if he loses. And and the statement was by his father was that the camp that he's running right now, the training camp is not as good as he's done with other professional fighters in the past and that they're looking past Connor because they're saying this is his first professional fight. We're seeing these videos that are being released. This guy can't punch. This <laughs> guy's slow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is terrible. So basically his father was saying, well, he's, training enough to win this fight but i mean this isn't like he was training against oscar de la hoya or he's training against right. you know, exactly somebody that that really could cause damage so he just he's, he's not respecting his opponent and so it it brings me back and i know it's a movie but it brings me back <laughs> to, <laughs> to, to rocky balboa oh, here we go. and that you have apollo creed <laughs> you that's could have that so much better <laughs> you could have what you could have directed that so much better. I probably could have, uh, but no, it's it's it's. But it's the same thing. So it's Apollo Creed is calling some uh, some no name person out. You know, really somebody who doesn't quote unquote belong in that in that type of fight, and the guy who doesn't belong there, Rocky Balboa, he's training his ass off for it. He's he's doing everything. He's con- he's con- he's done his he's put his entire life. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> to train for this tire, <laughs> this, this fight. But wait, I, I agree. But, I agree with Ben in the sense where they're looking. They're not taking. They're McGregor not taking him seriously. seriously at all, and they and, shouldn't. And and which I mean, <laughs> even with the like him going half, like as far as training goes, it, it would be enough to fight McGregor because it's again, it's two different sports. You're you're talking it, about the, uh, the probably the best defensive fighter of all time. I mean, this he's guy 40 is, years old. He's not going to he be in the for, best of shape. He hasn't fought in two years. I'm telling you okay, right now, look, it's set up. It is set up right now well, yeah, for Connor to go for in the money, and knock him out in the fourth for round. For the money, yeah, it's totally set up for that. Mm-hmm. But in, in real life, if the, if there's nothing this is on the side, if there's no tampering in this in this <laughs> fight, there's no way in hell. I, I, I think Mayweather could come in and not train and still beat him. You want to bet 100 push-ups? Listen, listen. Ooh, Mayweather. No, here, here's May- the thing. Here's Vic, the, let's, let's if, bet 100 let push-ups ask, right now. Let me, let me, <laughs> no, because I don't know if it's on the up and up. Ding, ding, ding. I don't know that. Listen, if you were to put Mayweather into a UFC ring, who would win? Conor McGregor. Okay, so what's the difference between putting McGregor in a, in a boxing ring? Why is that so different for you? The difference is that Conor McGregor is in the prime of his fighting career. It doesn't matter. He is 29 he can, years he can old. Only he's in make the best contact. shape of his life. He can this only is the make biggest contact. shot he's ever had. He can only make and contact with somebody because he has so many other weapons that they have to worry about. Vic, I'm telling you, what he's going to do is he's going to grab him. He's going to physically dominate Conor him. Conor McGregor has already lost three times. You can, you can push him. Yeah, but you can push him right to a corner and you can beat the shit out of him. The minute he does anything, the fight is over. That, they, but that's, already that's told within the that. rules of boxing. I mean, they hold, no, but they hold, they push. I mean, as long as he's not rabbit punching the back of his head or he's not But he can't a kick. do anything once he's grabbing him. No, he's not going to grab him. I'm telling you, he's going to grab gonna him. It's going to be a physical fight. It's going to be a physical fight. And he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna do some work. He's going to do he's, some work to his midsection, which ben. is going to hurt him <sighs> in the long run of a 12 McGregor fight. has already lost three times to, to his own UFC fighters. How many times has Mayweather lost? I think uh, he will zero. lose. He will lose yeah. in five yeah, days. That number is zero. <laughs> and Mayweather has gone up against the best fighters who have trained only in boxing to beat him. And, it's and nobody can down. beat him at his own game. There's no way in hell McGregor is going to come in as a UFC fighter that does not know how to box. He knows how to box for a UFC fighter. He does not know how to box for a boxer. There's no way in hell he wins this unless there is money to be made on the side on a second fight. I think it all comes down to hand speed because oh. because Mayweather is able to to dodge everybody and like you said McGregor brings the heavy haymaker right. and he Mayweather is just not going to be 
sitting there waiting for it. He's going to be bobbing and weaving. Because he doesn't have to, he he doesn't have to worry doesn't, about a takedown. Yeah. He doesn't you, have to worry about getting how, kicked in yeah. the shins. You look at how quick Mayweather is. Even at 40 years old, he's just too quick. Yeah. And, and McGregor, you know, I love the guy. I love the circus. You know, just because it's I love a circus, too. I, I go to the circus too. Oh, and oh so totally, yeah, totally. I buy my popcorn and watch those elephants jump. You know, right <laughs> anyway. What? So I'm, I'm all on board. So, but I just don't think he has nope, the speed nope. to catch him. Hypothetically, let's say Ben's uh, Rocky 16 scenario <laughs> plays out. Tony, yeah, how does Conor McGregor win this fight if he wins? He's going to have to fight a physical fight. He's going to have to be in there up close. Like, he can't give distance because... And, mean, I, and I wouldn't punch his head either. Only because, I mean, Mayweather's head is so fast. But his his midsection is going to be there. I, I would go right after his midsection. midsection. Right. And, and for the first four and five rounds, I would just go after him in that area. And, and what you do is you crush their will. The fight for McGregor is has to be won in the first four rounds. If he if it goes past four rounds, it's done. It's 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 a done deal. Because if you watch any Mayweather fight, he studies his opponent in the first three rounds. There's been uh most of his fights, he gets tagged with shots in the first three rounds. And then but he's he's a genius. He'll 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 study his his opponent and what they're what kind of fight they're fighting. And after the third round it's over. Like it's done. He knows what they're doing. So he he knows where to, you know, counterpunch. He's just a genius like that. So I think if the fight's gonna be one for McGregor, it's gonna be in the first four rounds. You heard it here. McGregor in four. <laughs> <laughs> well he, he said he said he's gonna knock him out in the first round. So he ain't gonna lock him out in the first round. This is this is gonna take some work. But I think he's younger, I think he's stronger, I think he's bigger, I think he's hungrier. And I think all those are going to culminate into a win. You said that Mayweather's taken five solid punches in his career. Can he take a punch? Or if if McGregor connects, could he oh, yeah. knock Mayweather down or oh, slow him can, down? He, no, he can definitely knock Mayweather down, especially now because they're using uh, eight-ounce gloves. I don't think that makes a difference at all. I, I think this I, is it's, oh, wait, it's, so, it's hogwash. So what? Well, what what's boxing, the, what's normal, the standard, and then what's normal? Uh, normally, boxing matches are they do ten ounce, ten to twelve ounce gloves at okay. that weight class. But at, but but Mayweather fights at a light, lighter weight class, so he has many times in his career fought with eight ounce gloves. Now Connor normally fights with four ounce gloves, and so he's going up. It was supposed to be ten ounce, and this was sort of that consil con, uh, conciliatory. You're you're coming in to to box, so we'll give you a lighter uh, glove. But I mean, the difference in two ounces to Mayweather and to McGregor isn't going to make a difference. It's not the ounces; it's it's the padding in the glove. It, the the glove is is uh, substantially like. It, softer, so, not softer. It's just you, you'll feel the the blows more. You'll feel the fists more. So, and I mean, I think uh, when it comes to punches and UFC and boxing, it's different. UFC, they're when they land punches, it's like they're built for power. I think uh, UFC is more of, of a power sport. Mm -hmm. Boxing is more of a you know a skill where like it's a dance. It's a dance. Yeah, it's like and 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 UFC, you're just coming in there to knock somebody's head off and. Is this going to be a good fight? Because let me no. let me tell you what no, I see. Is, 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 this, is, is, this is what I see. Just like the the Mayweather Pacquiao fight, I feel like we're going to come out of this and and America is going to lose. No, we're going to all pay for the fight. Yes, yes. And if if Mayweather wins, then it's what we all saw coming. If McGregor wins, then it's going to be well. Mayweather didn't train and didn't yes. take it seriously, and then they're setting Second it up fight. for the next fight. I and think, we all know that. But you know what? We're all going to pay yes. for that one too. <laughs> and I think. That's where Victor, Victor, why Victor doesn't want to commit is for that reason because it does not, especially put, in boxing, it does not put it past me that given this press conference, which was, in my opinion, completely staged, oh, completely, totally. every, it was WWE, it would not put it past me that they are going to go to that fight and it's going to be a show, it's going to be theater and. Exactly like you're, you're saying, Conor McGregor's going to land a punch or Mayweather's going right. to you know, take a hit and, and go down maybe questionably or something weird is going to happen where Conor McGregor you know, starts chewing on his shoulder and they're going to have to call the fight and then there's, uh, well, now the rematch. Now we got to do it again <laughs> yeah. because you know, yeah, something because crazy McGregor happened. McGregor has yeah. nothing to lose by, I mean, this is his biggest payday he's ever going to have, so why not have a second big payday? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and this is a perfect retirement gig for well, yeah, Mayweather. Totally, because yeah. he's not going to lose a title. He's not losing anything, but he's going to gain another twenty million by on a second fight. Can it's I good bet work on, like, if you can get it. Something wild, like a 
like yeah. Conor McGregor, like chews an ear off, like a Mike Tyson. Yes, oh. yes. yes. I that so, was crazy. Like just that. out of curiosity, did did everyone here watch the uh, Pacquiao Mayweather fight? Yes, I, yeah. I won't okay, call yeah. it a fight. So, but so yeah. let me let me ask this because because we all agree that was one of the shittiest fights we've ever seen. Ever. Correct? Yeah. yeah. Do you Agreed. think that this one will be better or worse than the Manny Pacquiao Mayweather fight? It's hard to be worse. I think it's yeah. hard to be better. It's <laughs> yeah. hard to be See, worse. It's, That's it's, rock bottom. It's hard for. I mean, if you. Watched any of Mayweather's fights? They're all pretty similar. Boring. They're, they're all, all boring. Terrible. Yeah, they really are boring. So <laughs> it's hard to say that this one's going to be a great fight because it's it's just the. It Mayweather. is boring because nobody can hit him. Well, yeah. that, it's he, like, well, that's not Mayweather's style. He's not going to stand there and well, trade, no, yeah. trade punches with you. That's why it's boring. Yeah, yeah because yeah. it's just like this guy swinging and he's like causing you know, a fan in the in the ring more than he is actually fighting. People who pay for Mayweather fights are paying to see him lose. That's right. what everybody oh, that's wants true. to see. So it, most people like uh, that's what people want to see because every he's the guy everybody loves to hate. Right, right. So when you pay for 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 that fight, you're, that's what we're that's, paying for. That's exactly That's what right. we're going to watch it for. That's yeah. what I'm but, paying for because you know what? You freeloaders are coming over to my house on Saturday. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're, I'm, I'm sorry. You're, right. you're never right. chipping in for that fight. Right. Right. You say you yeah. will. Well, of course we are. What are you talking about? But but here's bringing the beer. <laughs> the funny thing is that McGregor's or McGregor, sorry, I can't even get their names right. We're totally off the rails. <laughs> Mayweather is usually the guy who talks the shit and is out there, but he's been the quiet one. McGregor's been the one who's been loud. Yeah, yeah. So I think there are people out there who are tired of McGregor and want to see him. Well, that's why. Shut up. That's why I said yeah. earlier that he is the the Mayweather of the UFC because yeah. he's just he's bringing him outspoken. he's bringing more heat than, than yeah. Mayweather this yeah. time around. He's 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 pretty entertaining. That yeah. he is. They're they're doing their best, and and that's the bummer. Is if Mayweather loses, then we just blame it on he didn't train, didn't I, take I, it serious. I have this and, feeling, man. When I watched Buster Douglas beat Mike Tyson, I remember watching that entire fight, thinking, okay, Tyson's Tyson's going to come back. I mean, at some point, Mike Ty the Tyson that I know is going to come back and he's going to win this fight. I have a feeling that from from the from the start of the bell. That McGregor yeah. is going to come out and he's going to dominate the fight. Ben, thanks for using an actual sports uh, <laughs> that happened in reality. Even though reference to Mike prove Tyson your point. Was drunk in Tokyo. The night before, <laughs> so. Just a side note: when Daniel Russo was down at the very end, <laughs> and he did the crane. That's, that's yeah. That's McGregor. Yeah. Just a side note: <laughs> McGregor, if if he uh, gets disqualified. He loses ninety percent of his purse. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He does. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. he, he signed like, it in the contract. Yeah. Like to retract so if my he like throws an elbow or kicks kicks Mayweather, he loses does any sort of non-boxing. Any, any UFC non-boxing move. stuff, he loses ninety percent of his purse. Oh wow. Yeah. So Dana White would be a happy back. man if that happened. Yeah. Oh, because it'd go to him? It would go to Dana White. <laughs> yeah, because he's under Dana. Dana White. I mean, he's promoting on that. Yeah. Event. He's he's the promoter gotcha. of this fight, so he would get all. The benefit he would reap the benefits. Oh, but man. The, the scary thing about that is when you're a hopefully he's been trained. I'm sure he's been training. But when you're a UFC fighter, sometimes that's just your muscle memory. When you take a shot, your right? Instinct yeah. is to kick or to throw yeah. it because that's that's what he's done his I'm whole hoping career. To see that. But I'm hoping. so so <laughs> so uh, Conor McGregor's uh, sparring partner, the one that they released the video where. He had Poly, knocked him down. Poly Malin- yeah. He was also on Colin this week, or maybe it was last week, talking about how he was going through his training. And he was doing 12-round fights during practice or during during a sparring. And he had Joe Cortez, the old retired uh, yeah. referee coming they have, in, they have actually refing, you know, so that he knew you know what what the signs meant what everything meant you know what what the what the flow of boxing was because he is unfamiliar with the boxing rules. right yeah so I, I i don't i don't suspect especially with the 90 90% of the <laughs> the purse yeah. to go to somebody he's else not gonna make I, that mistake. I don't i don't yeah, think he's going to make that mistake and you know but the thing that i respect about connor is the fact that he's willing to get knocked out He's willing to, to 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 box. He's willing to to kind of get out of his shell to say, you know what? Listen, I think I'm the best fighter in the world, and you know, you want to fight during your rules or whatever, and you're undefeated. Let's go. Right. I just want to I just want to put on a show for my fans. Right. And we haven't had a champion like that in boxing since Mike Tyson, which is why boxing has gone to shit, and the UFC is the yeah. one that's that's really come to be the prevalent fighting industry here in the United States as of today. Mm-hmm. And so for that and that alone, I respect. <laughs> <laughs> He's in it for the money. <laughs> and for that, I respect. 
<laughs> and for that, I respect Conor McGregor. So yeah. just yeah. just out of curiosity, am I the only one in this room that thinks that McGregor's going to win? Yes. 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 I think, I think so. Yeah. Okay, so I expect apologies next week. <laughs> oh. I'm with Deal. you. I'm with you on the fact that I want him to win, but oh, I I'll be rooting oh, for yeah. him. No, we all want him to win. Yeah, of course. I just but don't see that happening. Yeah. There's no way. That's the rain. That's Jeff over there. Rainbows and rainbows. But I love it, Ben. I love it. You go against the grain. That's why we love you. Yeah. D one. That's why he's here. All right. Well, Mayweather McGregor. If you want to see it. Come, Come to Jeff's house. Chip in though. You, or, no. At least bring and, beer. Just bring Unle a bag of Doritos. We're good. Unless oh. you have a gender reveal party to go to or something. Oh. Like oh. Eric, who has to do that? I hate, Use I your hate head. All of you. <laughs> Eric. I'm sure the fight will be on there. Gender right? reveal sure. party. Yeah, I'm gonna show. On, you. I'm gonna show everyone what gender I am fight. when I get there. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know the wives put that together. <laughs> All right, let's get back to some L.A. sports and talk about the Rams beating the Raiders. Right, again, Rams. There it is. Oh, ram it. Just ram it. Oh. Rams are going to the Super Bowl. That's all there is to it. Oh, Christ's sake. If, ev wow. if anyone knows anything, it's that preseason you know what? Before, means before, everything. Before Am I right, Victor? Before That's we right. do everything, before we do the, the, the review, <laughs> Jeff, why don't you give us what you saw when you watched that game? I didn't game. even watch the game, but I know, I know a guy. Come on. I know a guy, and he's sitting right there. You so, didn't record so Darren it? didn't watch you didn't, it either? You didn't TiVo it? No, I knew. It's preseason. <laughs> Thank you for using the appropriate terminology. <laughs> I'm not going to watch a preseason game unless I'm there. Besa, what did you see, though? Give us some takeaways. Yes, and Ben, did you watch the game? I did watch the first series. series. Right. Oh, you did. So I will give you I will give you what I believe the Hammer should do for updates, and I'll give it to you real quick when, <laughs> when Darren's done. Okay. So from the Rams' point of view, preseason game number two, Rams took the win 24-21. to 21. Gentlemen... Goff actually looked good. Yeah. Wow. How much? Can how long you, did he play? He played around 27 or so snaps okay. uh, up until uh, two minutes before the second quarter. Okay. And that first opening drive, um, surprisingly, I was I was very shocked on how well he looked good because obviously, even before the preseason has started, especially with him going uh, losing those seven games last season, it's 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 kind of. Uh, Daring to know that he might not do well at all, especially with uh, this season. And thankfully, even during the Cowboys game, sorry, Jason, I know you're sitting across from me because you're a big uh -huh. Cowboys, Cowboys fan. Cowboys fan. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> back to Dallas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I just had to throw some uh, Dallas back at you. Jerk. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, going to this Raiders game, uh, Goff overall went 16 for 20. 160 yards, one touchdown, which actually should have been two touchdowns if uh, Sammy Watkins made that pass or actually received that uh, pass in the end zone. Kind of set up a uh, running uh, running score for Todd Gurley. But uh, you know what? If, if Goff played the entire series, played the entire game, he was actually on pace for about a 300-yard uh, game right there. Gurley, looking good at the running back situation, he could have probably went on pace for about a 100-yard uh, running game. So uh, things are looking... Asterisk, these numbers are all yeah. hypothetical. You hear that, guys? But you know what? So, you, all, you, you should all draft Goff and Gurley oh, yes. in the first round <laughs> on Saturday you, when you we know, have our fantasy and, and draft. And a bit of advice for Jason, draft Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> <laughs> wow! But you know what? I actually I caught and the, the first yeah, I caught the first half of that game, and more important to me than the, his actual numbers because you could you know you can go sixteen for twenty, and and you know five of those catches were because the the you know the wide receiver made amazing catches or whatever, or bounced off somebody's helmet and somebody caught it right, or they threw it to the running back out of the backfield. Right, exactly. So <laughs> the 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 greatest thing that I saw was that Jared Goff looked comfortable yeah. and he looked Ooh, like a quarterback. Love yeah. hearing that. So more important than the stats was the way that he looked back, for me at least, the way he looked back there. He looked he looked he looked good. Yeah. And I yeah, want to say awesome. that that has a lot to do with McVeigh. I give I give a lot of credit to what make McVeigh sorry. <laughs> what McVeigh I give a lot of credit to what McVeigh uh, brings to this team because seeing Goff and seeing some of these wide receivers out in the field, this is a complete difference from what Fisher implemented last year. A lot of our receivers, a lot of our tight our tight ends, they're open. They are wide open. And you throw some of these uh receivers like Sammy Watkins down the field. 
And some of the defenders, like Oakland, they have to go ahead and cover him two man. And you leave some of these wide receivers and these tight ends open, you're getting some great plays like the 23-yard passes from uh, or to Cooper Cup. So I'm excited to what uh, this season has to bring for us uh, Rams fans. Robert Woods, fight on. There you go. <laughs> Robert Woods right there. Jermaine Johnson, go ahead and get got that uh, uh, interception last season. Goff, obviously. Gerald Everett is looking sharp. And Higby. Um, overall, I, I think everybody's doing a great job. So as long as this continues, the progression up until uh, regular season, because, Victor, this is only what? Preseason. There you go. <laughs> it's only preseason. All right, Ben, you're shaking your head. You had a different takeaway. Give me the car. Go what ahead. What do you got? Okay, okay so, so this is this is... This is the reality of it. 60 really seconds. <laughs> yeah. The Wait, fact of the matter is, is that the Raiders' defense is terrible. All right. That's why Goff and the offense look good. We had Khalil mm. Mack. Nice. We have, we have talented players on the defensive side of the ball, mm-hmm. but I don't believe that our defensive coordinator is up to par because these last couple of seasons we've had good players and we haven't been able to put it together. The offense has had to win 35 to 32 games or 42 to 35. It's it's it has to be high scoring and Carr and the offense has to really step up to win games and it's because the defense hasn't been able to do it. And I don't know why because we've got, you know, great defensive line, we've got good linebackers, you know, we've drafted in the secondary. I don't understand why they can't seem to put it together. And in the two preseason games, the first series that I've watched, the Raiders' defense looks like they're just ready to give up 34 to 42 points a game. And so to me, what That's I saw— good, right? No. So from what I saw <laughs> was that the reason why the Rams look good is because the Raiders' defense is terrible. Now, on the offensive side of the ball, the, the Raiders looked fantastic. I think they scored in five plays in the first yeah. drive. You know, uh, uh, Marshawn Lynch got a couple of carries. Yeah. He looked good. Derek Carr looked great. And then I stopped watching because I just didn't give a shit. But— <laughs> But the fact is, is that going into this season as a Raiders fan, I'm definitely concerned about the defense. I hope that whatever they're working on this offseason sort of comes together by mid by midseason and they can start holding teams to 20 points. But, but you know, when I watch the Rams just walk it down the field and I'm thinking to myself, who the hell are these guys? It's, <laughs> it's not that the Rams offense was great. I think it was that the Raiders defense was terrible. They blew oh, coverages. Wow. They, they, <laughs> these, there were guys that were wide open. They couldn't tackle. Like, I, don't, I don't know yeah. what the deal was. I'm going to do my D1 impersonation, ask you a question during okay. the Raiders update to keep it going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't this the exact same thing that happened last year? The Raiders were giving up a ton of points Absolutely. on defensive early, and then they fixed it towards the end of the season and looks good. You don't see them I don't going to the they, same I don't think thing? that they fixed it last year because to me, when you fix it, you're holding teams to 25 points or less. And and I think what they were able to do at the end of last, or for the most part, for most of most last of season, season, was they, they basically let them score touchdowns every time they went down the field until about the fourth quarter and they'd hold them to a field goal and then Derek Carr would go down and score a touchdown to win. That's how the Raiders had to win. If you look at the Raiders games last season, how many times did Derek Carr have to walk them down the field to win a game? And then when the defense comes on, if they scored with too much time on the clock, as a Raiders fan, you're crossing your fingers going, I hope that they can just hold him to a field goal or or somehow get an interception or sack the quarterback at the most opportune time. And they were able to do that to be able to win 12 games last season. But I don't think that it's a recipe for success. If you want to win a Super Bowl, you have to be a good defense, and you need to hold them under twenty-five points a game. And they're are they still it. making the playoffs? Oh, absolutely. They're <laughs> they're they're going to make the playoffs. But but if if they have an Achilles heel at this point, I mean, again, early in the preseason, only watching one series of, of football. Yeah, <laughs> but but if if there's one Achilles heel coming in from last season to this season, it's definitely their defense. And I haven't seen anything this this summer that has given me confidence that they're going to come into this season better prepared than they did last year. I'll tell you I'll tell you what, I might be wearing a Rams shirt right now. Yes, you are. But you are. Depending on how they do this year, I mean, you know me, I'm I'm a Vegas guy. We don't want you. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I might be jumping because <laughs> I don't I don't like Angels fans. If you're gonna be a Raiders fan, if you're if you're gonna be a Raiders fan, you got to be a Raiders fan. None of this bullshit. Like I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a Royals fan in 2015. I'm gonna root for the Giants in 14. No, this it's is only because he loves Vegas. One team. I love that's Vegas. It. I love Vegas. Then, then call the Raiders and take that shit off. Your just don't be a tar- Chargers yeah. fan. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, but you know what you are allowed to do, though, is you are allowed to like a player from Oakland Raiders. Ooh. And yes. buy their shirt. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's, and get their shirt. Oh, that's that's what you're allowed to do. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, the Chargers probably did something, but nobody cares. Let's move on to USC <laughs> football. Yeah. We got El Trace here. He's a big USC guy. Eric's been chomping oh. on the bit to talk about it's SC. Uh, give us a little taste of what what this season has in Just store a for taste. us. I've got my notes ready for about a 45-minute update. Oh, <laughs> oh, I guess perfect. I'll cut it short. Perfect. That's Can it. we do a second commercial break? I got to pee. To say USC is back, it's an understatement. Because I know, I know we say it all the time. Oh. USC is back. USC is back. But they are back. They're the real deal. Oh, it, they're man. ranked number. I love real deals. They are back. They're ranked they number back. four in the Associated Press poll. Sam Darnold, he's been on the cover of Sports Illustrated. He's been on the cover of ESPN, the magazine. And if that weren't enough pressure, he's the lead candidate to uh, odds on favorite to win the Heisman at plus 400. So wow, I, I just crazy. think that all eyes are on USC once again, and especially Sam Darnold. Everyone saw his performance in the Rose Bowl. Everyone saw what he did last season, and every everyone's going to be watching to see, can this kid perform under the pressure? I think he's going to duplicate what he did last season. I think he'll throw a couple more interceptions because I think he'll take a few more chances. Mm -hmm. But I think that really the success of the USC Trojans is going to come down to, and like I said with the Raiders, it's going to come down to defense. Last mm -hmm. year they couldn't stop anybody. They had to score out. They had to outscore mm -hmm. other teams to win. And I think if SC can put that defensive program together, that they're going to walk through and they're going to just crush teams by the first half. If you remember back during the Pete Carroll days, by halftime you knew that the game was already over yeah. and that they were able to pull their starters and then their second team guys were basically starters on every other team and they would yeah. not only keep the lead, but they would somehow extend it as well and they would keep their their their, their top team rested and, and healthy. So if they can do that leading into the college football playoff, I think that that's going to be the best thing ever. But in order for that to happen, they have to play solid defense this year. And I think Ben's right on because a lot of people are pointing to, is Sam Darnold going to be able to hold on? But when you think about it last season, I was looking up the Victor Costello useless stat of the week. Oh, nice. Oh, last year was only the 12th time in school history that USC beat Notre Dame, beat UCLA, and won the Rose Bowl. And that wow. was all under Sam Darnold. So if a redshirt freshman can handle that kind of pressure and perform like that, I don't think Sam Darnold is going to be the issue. No. It's going to be the defense. And so the good thing about the defense is they're bringing back a lot of the, their same starters that they had last season. Mm -hmm. They have uh, Cameron Smith, Porter Gustin. Um, who, who else do they have? They have Iman Marshall, Ajene Harris, all these guys who you may have blamed a little bit of youth for the mistakes because they, they gave up a lot of big plays, you know, yeah. third and long. where Miscovered. Yeah, there was they, a lot of they, they had a team beat. They had them locked down, and then they give up. A, you know, a third and twelve or a third and fifteen, and that was the the mistake. So it sounds silly to say, well, if you don't give up the big plays, then you're going to do well. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> if you score more points than the other team, then you're going to you're likely to win. <laughs> that, the is game. Yeah, that, that is true. Yeah. That is true. That is true. So, um, but but if you can figure out, okay. Be disciplined. Don't give up the big play. Don't make those silly mistakes where you get the broken coverage and you you know and you mess it up and leave a guy all by himself. And they fix those little things. Then I think their defense has a lot of talent. They're they're returning a lot of key players to the defense, and I think that's going to be something that will definitely get better. The offense, of course, uh, is bringing back all of you know they're bringing back Ronald Jones, Cedric Ware, uh, Michael Pittman, Dante Burnett, all these big names that we know. One of my favorites, Daniel Imotorbebe. One of oh, my nice! The tight end—he was a—he was a, a safety valve for Sam Darnold mm -hmm. next season, and the chemistry that they had. I can—I think he's going to be a big target. You're going to see a lot—a lot from him this season. And and from an, the offensive side of the ball, I think it's almost easier to replace your 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 big your big players, your Dory Jacksons, your your Juju Smith Suster, because when you're growing up as as a, an adolescent, you idolize offensive players. You don't. You don't look at the defensive player and say, "Hey, I want to be Brian Urlacher," or "I want to be," you know. I feel like you would probably want to be Brian Urlacher. I, I, I would. Say, speak, <laughs> to, speak for yourself. So, so I think that from from a very young age, these these very athletic kids sort of go to that you know that sport or to that to that uh, position: wide receiver, running back, quarterback, and then the not so great wide receiver becomes a, a cornerback. Right, and then if you're a guy with no hands, if yeah. you're fast and you've got no hands, then you're going to be a you're going to be a safety. 
And so, so sometimes I think that it's easier, like when you lose an Adoree Jackson in the backfield and, and, you know, or as a, as a kick returner, I think it's going to be easier to replace those guys than it is to replace your defensive people. So going into the season, like Eric said, we have a lot of returning defensive players. So it's another year under the same system. So maybe the things that they didn't get last year somehow will come together this year. And unfortunately, like the NFL, where you have preseason games to see what you've got, we're not going to know until probably about week three or four because that's, you know, we play like the Hawaii's and we, well, we play, play... Yeah, open the Western, season. So, yeah, September 2nd against Western Michigan. So that's really going to be the preseason game. Yeah. And then they go against Stanford. So that's going to be a good yeah, we'll test. See, well, we'll see what's going on. And they play Texas the third week. Okay. And that's what we're going to know. After three weeks, we will know who so USC call it now. is. So Two and one, three and oh. What I, do you think? Uh, I want to say I want to say three no, but I think the Stanford game it's going to be could tough. be a, a tough one. Yeah. So I, I would say two and one. Okay, I that's what say I'd say. I'm going to say three and zero. Yeah, I I, I could see it being <laughs> oh, three and zero. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Tony. I, you know, it's I say not three and zero because of the yeah. Stanford. Stanford they always have, starts off kind of like slow. They're easier to beat in the beginning of the season as opposed to later in the season where they I think they they figured things out. A little bit better, but yeah, I think I think they're they have a better chance that they have Stanford in the early part of the and season. And they're both games at home, so and they're home to call right. CM too. Yeah, so I mean, with SC, I think they're like the Dodgers and their farm system. The the, the Just, SC yeah. is their recruiting <laughs> classes are, I mean, they're second to none. I mean, they, they so when it comes to them, are we done blaming sanctions? Is that what that means? <laughs> I think we, we told you last season they were done with sanctions. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Technically we're done with sanctions, but that's not going to stop us from <laughs> complaining, about, <laughs> complaining about sanctions. So yeah, th- I mean, they, they have plenty of players too. I mean, uh, uh, with SC, I'm always rainbows and butterflies. <laughs> I, I always feel good about the season, but no, with Sam Darnold behind, you know, oh, behind center. The golden I mean, boy. Yeah, that guy is, I mean, he's, I think Eric has a new crush. Yeah. Oh, I, love, yeah. <laughs> I want to adopt Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold's my guy, man. Yeah. Well, Eric, I'm excited for you and your Trojans. I hate to do this to you, but you need to talk about the galaxy oh. now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this, this end of the episode is hammer heavy. This, oh. this is the reason I came to hear this uh, galaxy report. So, they know, didn't even play, right? They didn't even play. And I still come with props, and I still come with news. You got to tell me when it's starting. You said you said you okay. you said you'd talk about you'd talk for one minute. One minute. Today one on minute. The text. And, but it's Portuguese time, so you and have to multiply by two. <laughs> okay. Add thirty seconds. Yeah. And it's Common Core math. So. Say, say when. Yeah. When. So, the news I bring with you, it is with a heavy heart that I come to you with a Galaxy update because they didn't play, but I still have a Galaxy update, and that is because <laughs> this week... It's 30 seconds. It was we made official. News. You said it was 60 seconds. Now it's yeah. 30 seconds. Yeah. This week, it was made official that Yella Van Dam, our boisterous, bald, beautiful Belgian defender, <laughs> has agreed to go wow. back to Belgium for a fee right of $235,000. He's parted ways. He's going back to Belgium to Royal Antwerp. Uh, and he's spending time with his family. He was reportedly going through a divorce and there were some off the field issues, not able to see his kids. It obviously affected his play. He's not the defender of the year player that we saw last season. So uh, they made an agreement with a team for him to go back to Belgium. So it's a sad day. The Galaxy lose their captain, one of their major key players. And so I'm sad to see him go, but the Galaxy already have a replacement in mind. The season may already be lost. So even though he's gone, we're looking forward to next season and their next game is on Wednesday versus Columbus. Is that nice. it? We That's it. Whoa. Not too bad. Minute and five. That was a <laughs> wow. That was pretty legit. I'm shocked. All right. I could have kept going. <laughs> one one question. One question. Keep this short. More. Quit while you're ahead. <laughs> Played play 46 games. 17 no, 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 Nobody cares. Nobody cares about he any of that. He didn't even mention the Instagram post. <laughs> one I'm proud of you. Question. If the Galaxy were relevant this season, he would, would this leave. be happening? No. No, absolutely okay. not. I think he he had off-the-field off issues that affected the way he played. This is not the same guy. He was playing angry. He got a lot more yellow cards. He got red cards. He was he was he Something was off. Right. But winning fixes everything. If the Galaxy were winning, he wouldn't be gone. See, this is what but you get, not. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. Oh, I love it. Four minutes over now. Listen, I, I was done. These guys you really were. were. Yeah, you they really were. Yeah. You I really am were. so compelling. Yeah. You just want to hear more about I, your Los Angeles Galaxy. I agree. The one I soccer agree. team in hey, Los Angeles. Tony, you got anything else? Yeah, could, could you reveal your gender now? <laughs> <laughs> 
I do. I do have one question. Come oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, here we go. This, this one. This one minutes. is not going to give him the I'm opportunity trying, to. Okay. To, to answer long. This yeah. is it. <laughs> you don't that won't stop him from no, talking. It, it will. It will. <laughs> so, where are you guys at in the wild card? Because you guys were three games back or whatever. Still, it's still we're still in ninth place. Still in ninth place, but obviously the losses keep going. So we're getting further and further away from the playoff spot. So, so you're almost mathematically it's eliminated. All, it's, it's pretty close to being out. You the Giants? Not yet. The Giants, the Giants. <laughs> will never be as bad as the Giants. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Well, we got that. Way to turn it into rainbows and butterflies. Come full circle. Well done. Gentlemen all around. Good stuff. I feel like uh, my, I was a little nervous about this episode. I still think Ben could have directed it better. But yeah. uh, <laughs> really good job. El Tres, Jason Gallo. Thank you so much for coming out. Appreciate my pleasure, it. my pleasure. Follow us on Twitter at Guys in Shorts LA and on Instagram at Guys in Shorts Sports. You can find us on Facebook and on the internet at guysandshorts.com. Uh, check out the store. You can also leave a voicemail for us, 562-450-3356. And as always, please uh, spread the word about Guys and Shorts Sports. Tell all your sports fans, Indeed. friends about us. Yes. And uh, you can get us on, on uh, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, subscribe, review. Follow us on Twitter. Tell us you want more Galaxy updates. Oh, <laughs> longer, longer, Galaxy. Wow. Longer, longer. That's not necessary. For Victor Costello, Darren Beza, Ben Garcia, Eric the Portuguese Hammer Vieira, Jason Gallo, and Tony Mejia El Tres. El Tres. Let's go McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jeff Wilson. We'll see you next week. It's a boy. <laughs> <laughs>